American football in Finland. Okay, so we're here with Iro Vaya, defensive back for the Quopio Steelers. Iro, how you doing today, man? Man, great to be here. Awesome to be here. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. First, before we get into anything, have to ask, how's the midsummer going? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. Just having time off uh, from the football and chilling with my parents and everything. So life is doing great at this point and great to have like a proper summer weather down here also. Yeah, it's hot <laughs> for sure. So um, getting to the football, you know, you guys are undefeated right now. You basically, from what we've seen, you've played all the playoff teams and beat and beaten them all. How do you feel about where your team is right now, like in regards to competition in the Maple League? Yeah, we are so confident at this point. Gotta say that, but things are going well at this uh, on our team overall. Like offense is clicking, defense is getting there. We are getting all the like piece clicked in and just waiting for the like all the rest of the games but overall we are doing great at this point so getting specifically to the defense what do you think is your team's biggest strength on the defensive side of the ball this season like what does help you guys be able to kind of limit opponents offenses yeah like we have been able to train all together almost like uh, all winter like we have a lot all of our dbs are finished mans and uh we have been able to train together like uh, six to seven months now. So that's definitely going to help us. And like everybody is just trusting each other and doing their job. Like uh, we know that we can beat them and we can beat all of the one-on-ones. And if someone makes a mistake or anything, the second guy is going to help them up and everything. So we just trust each other and trust that everybody is doing their own job and just going for it. I want I wanted to ask like what are your guys' biggest weakness, but I feel like you don't have one, <laughs> so I'm not even gonna say that. But yeah, 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 you you obviously you're on the team, so you would know the ins and outs better than anyone. What do you think you guys could improve on your team going down the stretch? You know, like what is something that you know probably a little thing to you, but I mean probably a little thing to us outsiders, but probably a big thing to you, like that you would like to improve so that you guys can make sure you make that championship run. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when the game start, we have been a bit sloppy at the start. We have been giving the opponents like a couple good drives and it's gonna, it's have been taking like a couple, couple drives, even a couple quarters to get our like our own game going on. And also the flags, like we have been getting so many flags at this point and we just get to have to like uh, reduce them and like uh, play, play as a team. But overall, we are doing great, but we have to be like uh, ready when the game starts, especially against the Wolverines, Crocodiles, Roosters, who are the really, really good teams. So we got to be better at this when the game starts. Okay, that makes sense. So it's it's been a little lopsided for most of the games. It looks like you guys are, you know, a step or two ahead of everyone else. What do you think the Steelers team does differently as a whole that kind of keeps you guys a little bit ahead of your opponent so far this season? 
Man, that's a hard one. <laughs> I just, yeah, because we have been doing like a same things like uh, two or three years as long as I have been here in Kropio. So it's kind of hard, but I think that everybody just trust the system and trust what they're doing. And uh, we're just having fun. Like that is the most important thing that as a practice, as a games, before the game, after the game, we're just having time with each other, like a, outside of the football also. So we know each other, we hang out with each other. And that's something like helps the game to trust in, in the games also. Okay. Last question for you, Euro. Um, I know on the podcast we've talked about, you know, dynasty and, and Steelers, the new roosters type of thing. Um, do you guys feel like there's any pressure like on this season to, you know, ensure that dynasty mode, you know, like, cause you won in what, 2019, no, 2020 was it? Yeah. And 2021. Yeah. So you have two, usually three yeah. is what it takes for people to be like, Oh man, that's the squad. So this is, yeah. all, you know, season three. Do you feel like there's like a pressure that, you know, you guys have to win it all or it doesn't even matter that you won the first two? Like, I know that's a weird thing to say, but you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, of course, like, uh, especially in this season, Temebolo is going to be playing uh, at the Coopio. So that is the huge thing to us to, like, uh, get a chance to play at the Bowl in, in our, like, a home, home, home city and everything. So there's a bit pressure for us, but we are used to that. Like, uh, we were, like, a couple of years before this, uh, we were, like, a on the dogs on some games and now we are like oh yeah there's the copy again and uh, those are like a really good teams like we are used to that at this point so we're gonna be okay but of course uh, like uh, we just want to beat them all and uh, all just start thinking like oh yeah we are gonna play against the copy on this week and we just want to beat the beat the champs so there is some pressure but we are just we are okay with that you're accustomed to the pressure i'm glad yeah. you said I'm glad you said about the game being in Quopio because it made me think, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won a Super Bowl when it was in Tampa Bay, Los Angeles yeah. Rams won a Super Bowl when it was in L.A., and now, you know, Quopio. It's going to be our turn. It's going to be our turn. Uh, yeah. says that you're supposed to win it. But, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're definitely you know, going to yeah, go man, for that's it. All I, that's all I got for you. I appreciate you stopping by, answering a couple of questions. Good luck to you guys for the rest of the season, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so we're talking with Porvu Butcher's quarterback, Brandon Gwinner. Brandon, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course, man. Midsummer, how's your midsummer going? It's been great, you know, just trying to enjoy the weather, trying to be like a fin out here. Just <laughs> yeah. Enjoying the water and, and the sun. What is this your second or your third midsummer? I'm trying to This is actually this I think this is my third midsummer. I think uh when I first came here in 2020, we just missed it because it was a COVID year. Mm, okay. So I think I came just after it i can't remember but this is my second one i remember okay there you go second yeah. one's a charm yes sir um just random information put on the podcast my first midsummer here me and 
like six other imports were holed up in our apartment playing Madden, like Madden 2005 on, <laughs> on uh, franchise mode for like four days. Like we we're up all day. Like draft, we did fantasy draft. Like we're all in one person's room watching it on the big screen and like playing all the like user games. And it smelled horrible because we, like, we were just there for a whole weekend. That was my first like midsummer experience. But obviously, you've you've done more of the traditional, you know, hang out, get some nature in. Yeah, go to the cottage and stuff like that. So yeah, go to the Mokula. So that's that's great. So just getting into the interview, we're gonna talk about the season. We're almost at the halfway point of games. I think week six, but. I think everybody's played like four or five games, so got twelve game season. But we're we're close to yep. halfway, so people kind of understanding what's going on. How do you feel about the butchers right now? Like where you guys are, you're seated at two and two. Uh, you're technically a playoff team right now at the four seed. Um, you you've played some pretty good games. I would say you you stole that first game. I, I've said that on record. I say that that's a good win to steal a game. That's what you have to do to make the playoffs in this league. So how do you feel about where the butchers are right now heading into kind of the second half of the season? You know, I feel like we're in a great position, Um, you know, against the Crocs, our first game. I think we should have came out with the win, of course, uh, to put us at three and one. But, um, you know, right now we've just been battling uh, with the young guys, you know, getting guys healthy and things like that. And I've been I think we've been producing really good, you know, Um, with the talent that we have and the young kids that we have, I think we're building something great over here. Um, and now we just have to put it all together in this uh, second half of the season because this is going to be our toughest uh, part of the schedule. Um, and I think I think we will. You know, we had a few problems in the beginning of the year, uh, these past four games. You know, I'm sure people heard about that, but I think we're going to be a complete different team um, these up, uh, for the rest of the season. So, um just talking about the beginning of the season, you know, two and two, I think is a great start. Um, we've been putting up a lot of points. Defense has been doing great. Um, of course, we left a lot of points on um, on the field that we wish we could have. But, you know, that's part of football um, and just the adversity part and just getting back from that and taking it game by game. So I think so far we've been doing really good and guys are enjoying it. And um, they're ready to get uh, get after it for this uh, second part of the season. Yeah. So speaking a little bit about, you know, what you guys are going to do in the second half of the season. Is there anything specifically that you think that you're hoping you guys can, you know, fix or sure up in the second half to ensure that you make that playoff push? You know, is there anything specifically you guys are hoping to improve on? Uh, I think we should we should definitely be improving on a, a lot of things. You know, like I said, I'm sure people heard about a coach leaving imports and stuff like that. Um, but I think we're going to get some good guys, you know, have a more efficient offense, um, being able to run RPOs now and things like that. So I think this second half would definitely be able to put a lot more points on and control the football. And um, yeah, basically just keep playing hard and. You know, these guys want to win, which is great to see. They want to do good. And, um, and yeah, I mean, not too many changes, but enough changes for us to put us in a great spot for playoffs. That's awesome. That's, that's a good plan. You know, don't, you don't need to change too much. You guys are two and two. You're, 
in the playoff picture right now. So the next thing I want to ask you is what do you think has been kind of the biggest strength for you guys so far? You know, what has helped you, you know, come away with a couple of wins, have that offense putting up points? What do you think has been the biggest attribute to that? I think it's just, you know, guys wanting to, to uh, basically guys want to play. Um, we have a lot of guys who are confident in themselves, especially we're a young group of guys, a, a young team. And, um, but that doesn't matter, you know, as long as you play together, you play hard, you're confident in yourselves, which everybody is on this team. Um, and that's what's, that's what's helping us the most. Um, we have a good run game. Uh, we have a good passing game, especially with those two young kids out there, Lucas and Daniel, and just getting guys the ball, you know, make them, let them do what they're supposed to do, you know. Um, and that's what I think is um, the most important is just I'm trying to get guys to showcase themselves, you know. I'm giving the ball to everybody, um, no matter if you're 16 years old or you're, you're 30 years old. I'm giving you the ball to make, make something happen. You know, um, and now we're going to be able to change a lot of things and do a lot more better on offensive wise. So hopefully that will um, help us put up more points and just, you know, just go out there and have fun. Um, and like I said before, that's 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 the main goal. Um, our team is having fun doing what, uh, what we're doing and everything like that. So I think our biggest strength is just, you know, we play together. We don't we don't we're always fighting to the end. Um, and just, yeah, I mean, a couple of games we came out short and things like that, but I think, uh, I think now is going to be a lot different. Everybody's still motivated to play. Everybody's back healthy, especially after these few, uh, these few weeks and, um, and things like that. So, yeah, I think, uh, our strength wise is just, you know, keep playing hard. Um, keep giving everybody the ball to make plays. And um, just be consistent, you know? Yeah, that well, makes sense. you got to stay consistent. Um, last thing before I let you get out of here, Gwinter, is obviously, like you've, like you've mentioned, uh, you guys are going to be changing coaches. There's a, a little bit of change with imports and personnel going on. Do you feel like there's some type of pressure on the butchers to, you know, make that playoff push this year. Um, I've said on this podcast and, you know, I like to keep it 100. The poor Vu butchers are the Dallas Cowboys of the Maple League. Always a good team, you know, never get to that, that, that Maple bowl like we used to back in the day. So my question is really like, do you feel like there's a pressure on this team to, you know, step up this season? You know, last year you guys, well, it's a different team. Obviously, I don't want to go too much into last year. But last year, they made the playoffs. Making the playoffs is great. You're in the playoff picture right now. But, you know, people like me want to see more. Do you guys feel that pressure? Or is this just something that, you know, media has to deal with by ourselves? <laughs> I think it's just uh, what the media has to deal by uh, by themselves, you know. Um, I, think, I think pressure is a great thing. Um, especially, like I said, we have a young team at a young age. I think pressure is great. Um, it shows if we want to fight or not, you know? Yeah. Um, and I definitely think uh, with the imports that we, we got in, um, we're getting in, uh, I think it'll help us a lot. Um, we have one guy, Anthony, 
who's going to be able to play defense and offense, um, who will help us on in both ways. So I don't really think there's too much pressure. Of course, there's always pressure, but um, I just like to, I like to think of just, you know, just go out there and play game by game. Um, don't worry about what other people think. Just play your game, you know, um, and just do your best. 110% every play. And that's what we do. Um, the young guys are great. They love the sport. They love to play hard. And um, I think we have a very special group of guys, you know. Um, and, yeah, I just think there's really no pressure, like I said. Um, but – it definitely, there definitely is some somewhat of pressure, but like I said, we don't need to focus on that. We just got to take it game by game and play our um, play hard and have fun with it. All right, and I think sense. I think, and I think we'll do great. Oh, okay. Well, Brandon Gwinner, I appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck to you guys for the rest of the season. You're looking like a playoff team right now. Hoping you can finish it and maybe even take a trip to the Maple Bowl. Um, any last words for let you get out of here, man? No, I just uh, want to say appreciate you for having me. And, um, yeah, you'll definitely see a great team these next uh, – this uh, last part of the season. And um, hopefully we can fulfill your dreams of uh, making it to the Maple League. <laughs> All Mine right. as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Appreciate it. We're here with – UNC Crusaders quarterback, Shay Netter. Shay, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, I appreciate you for having me today, man. Of course, of course. Uh, we just want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with you guys and as you get ready for the second half of the season. First thing I wanted to ask was, how do you feel about the direction the team is going right now? You know, the first couple of games were a little rough, and then there was the Steelers – incident it is what it is but you guys have had a little time off you've been able to regroup how do you feel about where the crusaders are right now heading into the second half of the season uh, right now honestly coming into the second half of the season man uh, we're filing in some more pieces so today i picked up a couple more inputs at the airport so we're trying to file in some pieces and, and just grow the team and the program as a whole like i said numbers have been an issue all year so uh Right now, we're just really still in that kind of a, of a recruiting process and just trying to file guys in to get them here to play in the Maple League. So going into the second half, what is one aspect of you guys' game that you're really trying to improve? Uh, going into the second half of the season, man, we really got to improve our running game, I think. I think teams know that I'm going to drop back and throw the ball 30, 31 times a game. So they're not even worried about the other parts of the game. So I think that makes it a little harder on our skill positions because everybody's expecting to pass and we don't have no run game. So I think improving the run game will help us tremendously the second half of the season. So now that you guys are, you know, you have a couple more players, you've been recruiting. And just like you said, the run game, you got to add that into it. Where do you feel like you guys can fit in in the second half? You feel like you can steal a couple of wins against some of these teams? Like, how do you feel? Yeah, about that? I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you if you watch the film, like I said, I mean, the first time we played the Roosters, we was in the red zone probably five or six times and just didn't execute and score. So the score kind of got out of hand in the second half with some injuries. Uh, as far as like you know, I, I hate to talk bad about any other team, you know, because we all in the same boat. But I, 
I feel that we're pretty confident going into the Eagles game, the Roosters game, and the Crocodiles game. So I, I think we can string out some wins in the next couple of weeks. So that that's our plan is to make a little push towards the towards the end of the season. Well, that's a good plan. That makes sense. Everything you said matches up. Um, last last thing I want to ask you again, we're going to ask you a, a ton of questions, but I did want to ask, what do you? What do you think you guys do well so that you can win those matchups? Like, what do you think that you guys have kind of got a handle on that you want to continue doing going into the second half? I mean, honestly, I think it benefits us to play a little faster instead of line up and huddle. Uh, we're making a lot of mental mistakes. So I think if we play a little faster, I mean, the mental mistakes will kind of vary out because of the, uh, you know, the defense is getting tired, so they're making mistakes too. So it's basically, you know, it's just us versus them and, and playing a fast tempo kind of help us out with the athletes we got. But at, at this point, you know, everybody's kind of playing two-sided, so going both ways. So we kind of, you know, as an offense, we kind of still made it to lining up in the huddle, trying to come out and overpower people, and that's not the kind of football we play over here. It's more of an air raid, so we got to get the athletes the ball in space and things of that nature. So that's what we're trying to work on right now. All right, Shane Nutter, it sounds like you guys have a plan. That's what I really like to hear is that it sounds like you guys have a plan. You didn't just twiddle your thumbs over this midsummer break and you're ready to get back into it. Is that right? Yeah, no, like I said, as a group, you know, we kind of sit down and talk, man. You know, our back is against the wall. This is the first time I've ever been on floor in Europe, so – for me, it's kind of a culture shock to myself. And, and you know, as, as a team, a lot of us, you know, uh, we got a lot of young guys, so we're just trying to keep their spirit and morale up and, and keep them pushing these next eight games. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and letting us get a little insight of what's going on with the Crusaders, man. Appreciate you coming on the show. Anything you want to say to anybody listening out there before we let you go? Ah, uh, man, nothing. Just say hello to my family, and I love y'all, and hope everybody's good back home, and now, I appreciate you having me on the show today. All right, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You have a good one, man. Okay, I'm with Santu Vekamaki, wide receiver for the Helsinki Roosters, the young gun. Santu, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thank you very much for having me, man. It's always good to have you on. Uh, first thing I want to ask was, how was your midsummer? What'd you do? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I had a very, uh, very relaxing midsummer. All I did was uh, go to sauna, eat, and then sleep. I, I didn't do anything crazy, so I just, I was just relaxing the whole week. Sounds nice, man. My, my midsummer was more hectic. I have a three-year-old daughter, so <laughs> mostly chasing her. Every time I would pause, she would say, "Papa, come play with me." So then I had to get up and go play with her. <laughs> yeah. Three yards tend to do that. Yeah, it's that time for me. But I'm I'm glad you're able to you know relax and uh, what we want to talk about today. Obviously, you needed to relax because you were on the the Dream Chasers tour out there in the states this summer. Um, for some of the people that don't know what that is exactly, could you kind of explain to us exactly what it was that you were doing out there in the United States on this uh, Dream Chasers tour? Yeah, so we were just uh, we were touring uh, universities and doing like uh, like football camps there with with the Americans. So I mean, our day would look like we would you know wake up, have breakfast, 
drive to the drive to the camp, maybe have a visit. Uh, like they where they just show us around the campus and the stadium, and they have that a few hour camp, and uh, then just drive to the next place. And repeat, <laughs> just on repeat. Camp, camp, yeah. camp. Uh, yeah. That sounds interesting. How did you end up on this tour? You know, like this isn't something that a lot of Finnish American football players do. So could you tell us a little bit about the process of how you got, you know, contacted and how you ended up taking this trip? Yeah, so uh, I think it was in uh, June 2020. Uh, PPI did a, like a camp in Finland where, uh, you know, Coach Carrier came to check out uh, the talent here in Finland and uh, – he gave me the the invite on me actually on that day to come to the Dream Chasers tour, and I was supposed to go last year, but uh, then I was hurt, so so I didn't end up going. But then I went this year, so just uh, just did one camp in uh, just did one camp in Finland, and uh, Coach Collier liked me, so that's how. Okay, that's awesome. Um, you talked about the the camp, like how you guys you wake up, you eat, then you hit the camp. You might have a tour. Could you get a, a little bit more specific about like what happens at the camp, like the schedule? Like, is it is it more like you line up, you run all the combine drills, you do one on ones? Is it coaching drills? Like, what what really happened at some of these camps for people who might not have been able to attend? Yeah. So. Uh, uh... In the beginning, the coaches would like obviously like uh, introduce themselves, kind of, kind of like walk walk us through what we're doing today. Uh, usually, it'll be like a like a quick warm up. Then we do like then we did a testing, which was usually like like a shuttle or forty or broader vertical jump. Then we did like a big big warm up together. We did some agility drills, which is kind of they kind of like test how how conditioned you are, how well you move, how you handle pressure, because it's it's really fast. The tempo is really fast, so yeah. you have to be mentally ready to do it all the time. Uh, then it will kind of chill out. We'll do like an indie session for like 30, 30, 40 minutes, and then just ones the rest of the way. So it's all about ones. Pretty much. It's yeah. all about ones, like showing yeah. what you can do one-on-ones. Um, no, no helmet and shoulder pads, right? It's just like T-shirt, short stuff? Uh, depending on the camp. Some camps had helmets, some didn't, but no shoulder pads, so. Okay, that's perfect. Um, what else I wanted to ask? <laughs> um, for you specifically, you know, this was a, a unique opportunity for you to, you know, get out in the United States, play against some American competition, especially for one-on-ones. But what do you think was like the most important part of the these camps for you? Like in, you know, expanding your exposure and getting your name out there. Like what was the most important part outside of the one-on-ones? We know the one-on-ones were important, but like what aspect really like helped you in the process so far? Uh, I mean, it was important for me to like, you know, you know, get, I mean, I actually went there to also like, uh, you know, just practice because they're like, they we had a very good like positional coaches. So, like, like actually the indie drills were like like helpful for me for this season because we did like some some run run blocking drills that I've I've like never done. Mm. So they they kind of helped me out that way as well. But yeah, it was just important for me to get seen, you know. Uh, 
I mean, and it was also like a really cool trip. You know, we had a great, uh, great group of guys and, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, really cool that you were able to, you know, work with coaches and learn stuff that you might never learn out here, you know, not to say anything about the coaching, but the more coaches you come in contact with, the more likely you are to pick up something new. And you were able to do that by going out there and and working with some coaches that you probably wouldn't have had access to out here in in Finland or even Europe in general. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, also I know that a lot of guys, you know, go out there, they've been coming back with, you know, offers, commitments, talking to coaches. How, how was it for you? Like recruitment wise, like, did you get a lot of looks from coaches? You get a lot of, you know, hey, I'm gonna call you later. Let's see how the rest of the season feeling goes. Like, what was your uh, response in the recruitment part? Yeah, well, I, I didn't get that much. Uh, well, I, I haven't had any offers yet, but uh, a few coaches were like, hey, I like you. I You did a good job, but like, like the Ohio State a Titan coach told me that, but they already have their uh, next year's class scholarships given. So you know, it was it was cool for me to hear that from uh, from an Ohio State coach. But you know, there just weren't that many coaches interested in uh, tight ends. Mm. I mean, it, you can't really do much about that. But I know I could have done way better on the camps. But yeah. Do you feel do you feel like you matched up though? Like do you feel like when you showed up that you were able to compete at the same level as most of those players? Oh, for sure, for sure. I actually Ohio State was my like best camp. So so that I, I really feel feel really confident about the, like the, the highest level of competition that I saw in that week and a half. I did the best against. So that's awesome. Uh, you know, I'm an Ohio State fan, the Ohio State University. Go Buckeyes. Uh, I'm not, well, I didn't go there. I wasn't good enough, but <laughs> I, that is my, my favorite college when it comes to American football. Uh, so I'm glad that that's where you had the, the most success. I would love yeah. to go to that stadium. I've yet to go, but I will before I die. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was huge. It was huge. <laughs> Uh, so just to, to wrap things up, you know, you, you went out there, um, you're, you're back now. So just talking about your future, um, you're, you're back in Finland. You're obviously going to do what you can with the, with the roosters going forward for this season, but what's next for you? Like career wise, like, what do you, what are your plans? What do you plan on doing for the, what's your goals? I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, now that you you've been to the stage, kind of seeing how you match up with those players, you're playing on the top level in Finland. Where where's the limit for you? What's next? Yeah, well, obviously the plan is still to go to the states. Uh, I'm gonna do my my military service in the. I'll, I'll start in October, so I think I'll I'll get that done before, and then. You know, I don't think. I think I'll lose my eligibility after uh, if I play next year in the league. So I'll start to lose my eligibility. So we'll have to see after that. But uh, I mean, go to the states and then then uh, I don't know, maybe CFL, maybe maybe some Germany or Austria. Just kind of go to different places, travel a bit, and then uh, have fun. Yeah, that's awesome. You definitely want to travel, especially while you're young and see a couple of places. 
Uh, I'll say it here on the podcast. Santu Vekamaki definitely could play in the GFL, ELF, or the AFL out there in Austria. He definitely would be an asset to anyone who's listening who's not in Finland. He would be an asset, just so you know. And also to some of those schools in the States. I know the, the process for going to college in the States is a little bit different, but just to throw it out there, there are a lot of avenues, you know. Um, I know I know that uh, to the untrained eye, Division One or bust is the way to go, but there's a lot of good athletes, and especially being a form of import, we know yeah. there's a lot of good athletes who went D2, you know, went JUCO, then went D1AA yeah. or something like that. So just to remind anyone listening that there are a lot of options for Santu Vekamaki going forward. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> to, move, to move into a little bit of the Maple League, um, you're, you're rejoining the Roosters, and this will be the last question I ask you. Talk a little bit about the Maple League because, you know, we have to. How do you feel about where the Roosters are right now? You know, coming back from the break, uh, you guys are two and three. I, I want to say, and I think I've said it on the podcast before, I think the loss to the Crocodiles, I think Santu Vekamaki would have would have made a difference there. I feel like that was a game that got away due to poor receiver play. Yeah, I said it. But I won't go too much into that. But how do you feel about, like, where the Roosters are right now, going into the second half of the season, what you guys have, you know, planned and making that playoff push? Because right now you're two and three, you're in fifth place, which is outside the playoffs. And, you know, that's not the Roosters' way. So how do you feel about where you guys are in your planning and your preparation for the second half of the season? Yeah, well, obviously our our record isn't what uh, what was the plan, but I, I feel like we're still in like we're we're not we're definitely not out of it. Uh, I mean, we can we can still pull it back, maybe get second or third, maybe even one if Corpio somehow doesn't play that well. Uh, we just, uh, I mean, we had a really good practice yesterday. I feel like a lot of the guys showed up. You know, we have we had a really good practice. I think that's very promising. Uh, we have USC this week, which, you know, I, I, we beat them last time, so we'll be looking to do that again. But I think we're still in a good position. You know, we're a young team, so we're still growing. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of for, – for some people, it's kind of a lot to be, you know, in the Maple League, but since it's been five games, so people are starting to, you know, calm down a bit. They're not so nervous. They're just starting to play – more like themselves every day. So, so we're going in a good direction, I think. And uh, yeah, we'll pull it back. We'll pull it back. All right. That's all I need to hear. Thank you, Santu Vekamaki, for joining us on the podcast today. Hope you and the Roosters have a great rest of the season, man. Hey, thank you for having me. American football in Finland. <laughs>